Are you struggling to get better at golf on your own? Let me tell you something. Brooks Kepka, Rory McIlroy, even Tiger Woods have one thing in common. They all have personal golf instructors. So if the best players in the world have them, why shouldn't you? When I finally decided that I wanted to get better at golf, I called my buddy Jason Gandy at Willow Creek Golf Club. Jason is a phenomenal player that used to dabble in mini tours and a former caddy on the PGA Tour, and now is using his skill set and knowledge to help others in the game he loves. You can get in touch with Jason at Gandy Golf. That's at, at G A N D Y Golf on Instagram or Twitter. And if you're not in the East Tennessee area, that's no problem. He has the proper technology to help you wherever you might be in the world. Once again, hit Jason up with a DM at Gandy Golf, that's at G-A-N-D-Y Golf on Instagram or Twitter, and tell him the boys from the turn sent you, and he'll give you his best deal. This is The Turn, Fantasy Golf Podcast. We're just two dudes talking about golf, just like we do every week on the phone, and we decided, hey, let's record it and share it with the rest of the world. If you like what you hear, wherever you're listening, give us a follow, a good review, a good rating. It goes a long way for us. And don't forget to share with your buddies either. One thing you're always going to hear from us on the turn is rotoballer.com. Rotoballer.com is a one-stop shop for all your daily fantasy needs. Whether you're looking for stats, injury reports, or good articles to read. And there's even a lineup optimizer that built into the software. And right now, due to the COVID-19 outbreak, Rotoballer is offering 50% off the golf premium package for the rest of the season. And when you're signing up, if you sign up with the promo code NICE, N-I-C-E, you'll get an additional 10% off that price. So go to rotoballer.com and sign up for the golf premium package and use the promo code NICE. And now, it's time for the turn, Fantasy Golf Podcast. Welcome in to another episode of the Turn Fantasy Golf Podcast. My name is Andrew Poor. I go by Andrew Putters on all the social medias. And playoff season is here. That's what we do here, folks. We bring you DFS content week to week to help you win. So, if this is your first time listening, uh, please give us a like and a subscribe. Please uh, share with your friends. Give us a good review because that's the only way to get our content out there. And we pre- uh, appreciate any, any newcomer into the DFS community with open arms. Now, if this is if you're a regular of ours, you're probably wondering uh, where my partner is. Um, at Joe Nicely, my buddy, my partner in crime on this show and uh, in, the, in the DFS world, uh, he's dealing with a little uh, loss of a close friend uh, that passed away early this morning. And uh, thoughts and prayers to you, my friend. And I do know for a fact that he appreciates all the comments, all the thoughts, the prayers, the well wishes, the words um, that you guys are sending out um, um, while he's hurting. And uh, just continue to let that roll in, folks. Uh, He really appreciates it. And it does not go unseen. He'll probably comment back, send you a shout-out back. But enough with the down stuff. The show must go on. Uh, DFS isn't stopping, and neither, neither are we. So uh, uh, Joe and all of the rest of his buddies are going to pick up the rope and uh, move on throughout the week. Uh, and he'll be back next week, folks. So uh, I want to first of all give a shout-out to the OG of DFS Golf himself, the co-host of the Preferred Lines podcast, and I like to call him the godfather of golf Twitter, at Torpix, Joe I, fan of the program, 
A friend of Joe's especially took down tie for second in the playoff preview on DraftKings, took, taking down 112K. Man, it's exciting. Yeah, it's exciting to hit that one-timer. He was in the lead, I think, going into Saturday or Sunday. I don't know. But nevertheless, tie for second's pretty tight, pretty tight. Um, not much going for me. I know not much going for Joe this past weekend. Um, I know uh, some other buddies that uh, got close, and they sent me some stuff, and just a couple of guys. I know one one killer to the <laughs> to a lot of the community was Ryan Moore missing the cut. She's very disappointing weekend. Um, shout out though to the journeyman himself, twenty one under, uh, the Herm, Jim Herman, uh, taking on a plethora. See what Kim couldn't get out of his own way. Uh, fought off um, Billy Horschel. And uh, it's crazy that uh, uh, Jim's wins have always come in golf courses that are very similar, uh, low-scoring, uh, scoreable par fours. Um, God, he just – somehow he gets, goes super low on these co golf courses. But, um, like I said, uh, a lot of our uh, – uh, Joe I took it down this week. Our boy Brent took it down next week, last week. Um, and, uh, folks – if you're just a regular guy out there playing DFS um, and you are trying to – I'm not going to say be um, – I mean, obviously we like to win money, and I'm not saying you want to quit your job to play uh, daily fantasy sports, but if you need a little bit of help, and let me tell you about it in an in inexpensive way to do that. You need to go to our sponsor, rotoballer.com, for the great PGA Premium Membership Research Station we got over there. Um, uh, Josh does a great job every week breaking down the course using Google Earth, telling you in details about every hole and what type of golfers uh, should play well. You got Spencer at Tiaf Sports and the Vegas Report that just has been crushing lately. I think he went 4-0 last weekend. Um, it's like he's got a little crystal ball over there picking winners. Um, and Joe, uh, the other co the co-host of this show, who normally does a, a horse for the course and the core four article every week. These guys are putting out tons of content every week. Um, it, these guys study this stuff. So, I mean, you can. there's no way that if you're just a, a weekend warrior or just want to put a few lineups to have a sweat in, that you, you should be able to – you should go to this website, get the pre, PGA Premium Membership. That way you can think about the way the insiders think. These guys talk to other guys in the DFS community. Trust me, I'm telling you, there's no way to compete – in the DFS world, uh, especially the PGA world, I know have because I'm, I'm into that without using the tools at Rotobar. They got a great lineup optimizer, uh, just tons of information. Go there, sign up for the thing, $49.99, PGA Premium Membership. Use the promo code NICE to get the $49.99 price. That's the only way you're going to get that. So what else we got going on? Uh, this week... For me, I mean, last weekend for me, not much going on. Um, Golf-wise, I don't, I don't, I just don't, this, my golfing's over for the year, it looks like. I got a baby coming, baby number four coming in uh, th four weeks from now. So my golf's pretty much done for the year. I might may be able to sneak out a couple more times. I don't know. Um, uh, I know Joe and the Stacy Maples 840 group were live and in action this weekend, dodging rain, uh, sweating DFS like they do every weekend. Uh, I do know one thing we got coming at you. We're going to have a little Sunday stroll edition to our uh, the Turn Fantasy Golf Pod where you're going to be able to check in on our personal uh, fantasy group that we deal with. 
uh, for the year. Um, you're going to get a little inside look on that coming up. Maybe spit out a few episodes about the NFL. I don't know. We're talking about it. Should be fun. Um, let's see what else we got in the, in the hopper. Uh, hmm. I think that's about it on the personal level. I mean, heck, all I feel like I've been doing is buying, folding clothes and putting diapers away and painting rooms and putting furniture together. I, it's just, it's just crazy over here at my house. Matter of fact, I had to rush three or four of them upstairs right before we get, so we get recording on this. So this coming up, it's going to be a little shorter episode because there's not going to be any one-on-one -on -one banter with me and Joe or me and another person. So here we're going to get right into it. Northern trust. This is tricky folks when you're doing your research, Northern trust this week. So the new playoff system is in a rotation form that way there, you're not going to have the same golf courses in the same tournaments every year. So, Northern Trust this year, 2020 and 2022, the host that's going to be the TPC Boston. Probably one of my favorite courses, top five courses they play every year. I know You always hear me say I love this course, which I do. I love a lot of courses, but this is a top five course. When you see it on TV, you're going to be like, wow, man, this place is sweet. Par 71 for the tournament players, 7308. It's normally a par 73, uh, designed in 20, uh, 2003 by Arnold Palmer. We don't see many par 73s out there, but there's some, there's some uh, close par fives, you know, right around 500 yards. They move the tees up a little bit and, you know, maybe, you know, 20 yards or something made in par fours for this tournament. Um, in the past, TPC Boston, uh, 13 to uh, 18, 2013, 2018's hosted uh, the Dell Technologies Championship. Um, so that's why I said you're going to, uh, Need to research this carefully whenever you pull up tournament history. Um, like I said, designed by Arnold Palmer in 03, uh, revised by Brad Faxon and Gil Hansen, Hansel Hansen? I don't know how you pronounce the name, uh, in 07. But anyway, uh, course record, VJ Singh, uh, I think in 06, maybe, and Mike Weir in 08, 61s. That's low on this golf course. Golf course is just, it's a ball striker's paradise. Um, ball strikers play good here. Iron play is a necessity. Obviously, hitting in the fairway and making putts are always a necessity, but ball strikers seem to do well here week in, week out. Um, and like I said, this thing is going to be sweet on the eye. So let's get in. Let me pull up here on my screen uh, some DFS stuff and uh, or the DraftKings, and we'll get a look at that. So let's just start at the top here. You got your three guys I want to put in here in a little uh, square. Um, JT, DeChambeau, McRoy. And really, I like all three of these on this golf course under normal circumstances. Um, JT has just been week in, week out, probably. Um, I won't say he's the most consistent. Him and D, uh, Bryson, about the same on consistency week in, week out. Seems like JT has been closer to the top. Uh, either, okay, let me say this. It seems like he's had more tournaments where he has either been around the cut line than he then DeChambeau and DeChambeau has been more of a top 10 guy, but basically about the same uh, kind of season going on. Uh, both of these guys are definitely huge favorites on this course. The reason I put Rory in that uh, spectrum is he is one of the best course histories on TPC Boston of anybody in the field. And this golf course um, really sets up well for him. And it's usually later on the season when he's played a lot. Um, maybe that has something to do with it also. 
uh, yeah, because, you know, you got the British Open, usually Canadian Open. Boom, 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 you're hitting the playoffs, you're hitting this golf course. So that's probably why he's probably played a lot coming into this course under normal circumstances, where in other tournaments he's taken weeks off in between. Uh, you know, obviously we know that DeChambeau is a little grinder. He's in there every week grinding. And um, But let's be honest, I don't think you can go wrong with any of these three. I would say that Rory has been the most inconsistent of the three um, since the restart. But in my opinion, honestly, the price is just too high. You're going to see some really, really deep lineups for the talented field that we got this week. And uh, it's going to be hard to get that huge depth six people wide if you use any of these three. So let's slide on down. So for that, I'm going to pass on these three. I could, I could see playing any of them. Uh, let's slide on down. DJ, Morikawa, Rom. That's the next pocket of guys I want to talk about. Um, I mean, I'm a DJ. This golf course could not be any more DJ than this course, you know. And I feel like we say it every week, but it's a long uh, ball strikers course. And that's him, long ball striker. Um, he's at 10-4. You got Morikawa at 10-2. You got John Rahm at 10,000. So, of those three, who am I rostering? Well, you have problems with all three, I think. Um, Morikawa has definitely had the best restart. Um, you know, won twice uh, and lost in the playoff. Um he is obviously super talented. We saw, I mean, how great he hit it. Uh, this is a place that fits his game. Uh, we're going to have a hard time ever finding a place that doesn't fit his game. Really like him. Um, but he's never played here before. So take that for what it's worth. John Rom, major talent. Got problems with the consistency. Uh, can win any week, just like Rory. Problems with the consistency. Problem with his temper. Um, so for that, my concern with DJ is his consistency, his his – his care level uh, from week in, week out, uh, he literally doesn't – he he can kind of show from week to week that he doesn't care. Um, not – I say that using facial expressions. Inside, he might be burning up or boiling. We don't know their thoughts. But um, he's got problems with consistency. He's either right there or not at all. And that's a problem if you're trying to roster him. But, I mean, he's played well other than the one week he did, you know, didn't play well in WD. Uh, more kind of like I said – on fire, but he's never played here. John Rom, I have a concern with him. If I was, I would play, I would lean toward Johnson more cow over Rom, just like on the top two, I'd lean toward Thomas and DeChambeau over Rory, just for consistency purposes. Um, but I think I want to pass on those three as well. Now let's look net down here from 88 to 97. You got Xander, Webb Simpson, Jason Day, Patrick Cantlay, Bryce Kepka, P. Reed, Daniel Berger. This, I feel like, is where the tournament winner is going to come from this group. You're probably going to have three, two to three guys right here in the top five in this move. So you have to pick out, you know, it's a little bit of a Russian roulette on who you're going to pick. But uh, I just got to feel like Xander is an ultimate grinder. He's a ball striker. He's a, he does everything so good. And whenever one part of his game is, is slacking, the other part's going to take off. And I really love Xander here. Uh, Webb, I mean, I love him. He's, we got to talk like he's probably a top five player in the world. Jason Day's played awesome. This should be an interesting stretch for Jason Day, playing this much, playing this well. We'd love to see him back on his game. Not sure if I'm comfortable paying 9300 We've already said this throughout. His price goes up every week, and every week we say we're not so comfortable, and he just continues to deliver. So I don't know. Uh, I don't really know what to do with him. Patrick Cantlay 
has been very interesting to the restart. We kind of thought that he would have major success on the restart simply because he plans his weeks out so far in advance on when he's going to play. And he's very meticulous about his body and how he feels. And we thought that it would affect him very, not very much taking this break off, but he really hasn't had the top 10 power um, like he normally does. Normally he's like, I mean, he's always a, a grinder. He's, he's going to make the cut and, you know, he's, he's going to, he's going to be there, but I feel like his top tens have been down since then. He hasn't been, you know, he'll have, you know, just a mediocre days and make the cut play well enough to kind of be there, but not really a top 10, top five guy. And at this price point, it's going to be hard with the guys he's bunched up against. It's going to be hard to take him. Um, Kepka normally would say fire away, but he has played awful as of late um, and doesn't, and, you know, I mean, right there on Sunday in the, in the PGA was semi there and just fell off. I don't know. I don't know what to do with him here. I don't know if it's injury. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Couldn't tell you. He'll have mental state. Something's off on a swing. Couldn't tell you. Here's the two guys that I love in this area. Absolutely love. Patrick Reed, Birdie Machine. I think, I don't know where he was at. Sixth, fifth, fourth, tenth. I don't know where he finished this past week, but he was, he is a birdie machine. He leads the league in – I think he's number one on birdies, number one on eagles definitely in DFS for the year. Um, he's going to be a grinder. He puts so great. And he's low enough here where I'm going to take a stab. Another guy I love, Daniel Berger. Um, I don't normally play Daniel Berger. Um, but it's Joe's guy. Joe loves him. But I think this course sets up great for him. So, P. Reed, Berger, Xander, I love those guys in this price range. Um, Xander, I feel like, has that extra gear maybe that um, – but, I mean, the other guys in there, like I said, two or three of these guys are going to finish in the top five, in my opinion. Slide on down here. Fenal Woods, more, uh, Matsuyama, Casey, Scott. Those guys are all solid plays. I'm a little bit – Matsuyama, yeah, worry about his – he hits it so good, but you got to worry about his putting. You know, if he gets hot with his putter, he can do anything. But he, this is a course he would do well on. Hits his irons good. Uh, Tiger, we just don't know about the reps. Um, don't know. He's probably in the same same category to meet with me as Cantlay. Just hasn't shown us anything yet to be like, man, he's the dude right now. Paul Casey, um, the guy's going to live and die by his, uh, in DFS world by his putter because it's just it's so painful to watch at times. Put a good uh, in the PGA was right there. Um, so I don't know. And it, he's probably like number one in course history in this this golf course. So, um, but it's just so normally I don't know. I don't know what to do with this guy. I never know what to do with him because if he puts bad, it's dismal. If he puts great, it's he's right there top three. You know. So Adam Scott, world of talent, inconsistent. Who knows. Um, Fleetwood, interesting guy here. Tommy Fleetwood is – doesn't seem like since – you know, he's only played like three tournaments, I think, four tournaments since the restart. He puts like two really good rounds together and one mediocre round and a bad round. That's been his shortfall so far. Once he gets it all together, he, and I feel like it's going to be in, in one of the majors, he's, he's going to be right there. I don't know if it's going to be this week. It could be, but I don't know. Um, low enough to love, Victor Hovland, ball striker, you're going to have to roster him. Um, get a little bit further. Scheffler, Hatton, you're going to have to roster them either. Ball strikers, they hit it good. This golf course sets up good for them. Um, consistency might not 
be there every week for all of them. But, you know, Hatton didn't play well in the PGA, but maybe because the course was too long. Um, here he's, you know, this should fit his game a little bit better. Um, I don't know what to do with Fitzpatrick. Rose, God, if you ever going to get Rose at 8,000, you got to play him. I don't know. Same thing with Fowler, 7,900. Billy Horschel, Woodland, got to love them in the sevens. Got to love them. Uh, yeah, Horschel last week, what, second place, third, whatever. Man, he played good. Uh, Woodland, pff, top 10, top 20 this week, easy coming up. 7,800, you got to roster him. Matty Wolf, is, of course, probably sets up good for him, but he's been playing great, but, you know, his consistency problems are going to bother you. This is going to be the big question mark right here. Is Jordan Spieth done? You know, I don't know. Uh, he's, he's got a lot of problems mentally right now. I feel like there's a swing glitch going on. He's not comfortable standing over the ball, but guess what? <laughs> he's like top five on course history this week. I mean, so I, it's just – Probably hard to roster him. I love to because he puts it so good. But Abe answer, love him. Um, down now, once you get a little lower in here, is going to be your kind of, you know, your need on your haystack. Uh, Kim, Sunjay M. Who knows? Uh, Sunjay M. Finally looked like he might turn turned it around last week. Uh, Kisner played good last weekend. This guy, of course, really doesn't set up great for him. It's, it's a little bit longer. Uh, I feel, um, you know, he's but but. Who knows? I mean, Harris English, this is a big off course. You want to play him. Champ, same thing. Oosthuizen, great course history here. Got to love him. Todd, same thing. Been playing great. Think put it all together. Same thing with Lowry. Um, after that, it they're going to be feast or famine. I mean, Ian Poultry, you have to feel, always plays good um, in big in, when there's big fields. But this golf course really doesn't set up well for him. Um, huh. Strangely enough, best course history uh, in this in this whole golf tournament is Brian Harmon at sixty. Or I'm sorry, last twelve rounds. That's what I twenty twenty four round. I did a twelve round search, twenty four round search on this golf course. Brian Harmon had the best course history, uh, which is majorly concerning to me because I have loathed him since the restart, because um, he just hasn't been there and been consistent. Uh, so once you get, I feel like maybe around seventy four. Uh, you got some good players in there at seventy four. Varner, Palmer, uh, Doc Redmond, Kuchar. Don't really want to say him out loud, but but after that, it's going to be like picking a needle in a haystack. A lot of talent, a lot of inconsistency. Um, but like I said, you're going to have a stack lineup if you want to compete this week. An absolute stack lineup. Um, and there's some really good players down here in the six. Uh, but. I just don't know where to um, – let me give you a couple of guys here uh, that I'm going to pick out this needle here for you that uh, last week I think I threw out – who did I throw Oh, uh, Charles out the third. Uh, beautiful little 68 in the first round, dismal 70. No, he shot 66 or 68. Anyway, he finished two over, missed the cut. It was painful, played awful the second day. Okay, here we go. I'm going to throw out three players that um, you need to look at that for no reason whatsoever, I'm going to throw them out. There's no statistical. I'm just, they're just playing on my mind. Uh, number one is Chaz Reeby. This golf course sets up great for Chaz Reeby, ball striker. He plays these golf courses strong. 
Um, bogey avoidance is probably the number one because he hits the ball straight. He's a grinder. Um, he's going to – even even if, ladies and gentlemen, he is 10 shots off a lead, he's, he's going to try the same. If he's 10 shots off a lead or if he's one back from the lead on Sunday, and that's the guy you want in your DFS lineup uh, when you're trying to make a comeback. So, Ches Revy, I'm mark him down. He is at 7,100 on DraftKings. Uh, keep him in your eyes. Uh, no, 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 no. Who else are we looking at? Oh, oh, my man, uh, Joe's man last week. I forgot to throw, shout him out. Denny McCarthy last week. Let's see where he finished. Tied ninth. Great throw. That was a great throw, Joe, right there on the Denny McCarthy. Top ten and everything. Man, that's strong. Okay, let's see here. Um, oh, sorry, I lost my spot here. Okay, Denny McCarthy last week did crush. I'm not sure. I don't really know anything about him. That's Joe's guy. But Manny crushed last week, tied ninth. Another guy with great course history. I'm not I'm not gonna play him though, is Grillo. He's too inconsistent. Too inconsistent. So I've got one name for you, Ches Reby C at seventy one hundred. I'm trying to look for another one. Oof, I don't want to do it, folks. Do not want to do it. Do not want to do it. Sam Burns. Let me see if he's still bad on the injury. Sam Burns, 13th place last week in the Wyndham Championship. And uh, he's got another gear that a lot of the guys don't have. Missed the cut at the Barracuda, but tied 13th last week. Um, he's a stud, though. He can be a stud. He, he, can, he can get into that top 10 this week. Corey Connors, stay away from Corey Connors, folks. Last week, tried a different putter grip, went left-hand low, did not work out for him. Stay away from Connors. Now, my 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 guy that I'm not going to be able to stay away from at all, so I've got right now, I've got Chez, 7,100. I got Burns, 6,900. You're going to need guys in that six, 68 to 72 range to fill a lineup this week. Um, here you go. This is my man. For no reason whatsoever, I'm throwing him out there. 7,400. He's played awful on the comeback. Mark Leishman. Mark Leishman. Missed the cut the PGA. 50th in the St. Jude's. 40th in the Memorial. There's no reason to play him whatsoever. However, he loves this golf course. He plays well on this golf course. Uh, Mark Leishman. There you go, folks. Mark Leishman's my man, 7,400. He's played terrible, but there's no reason why I'm not playing him. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So, uh, real quick on the way out, though. Great course history. These are the guys you need to be looking at. Great course history. Paul Casey, Rory, DJ, Ustazen, DeChambeau, Keegan. Didn't mention Keegan, but great course history. Woodland. And even yes, I got this in my notes. Even yes, 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 Jordan Spieth has great course history. Um, you know, whether you want to play him or not, that's up to you. But he's got great course history over here. Uh, I've got some notables that I've never played here before. So get put that for what it's worth. Um, pull this list up I got. Nobles never played here. Colin Morikawa, Victor Hovland, Matty Fitzpatrick. Couldn't believe Matty Fitzpatrick's never played here. Um, uh, Scotty Scheffler, Matty Wolf, uh, 
Sungjae Im. Uh, some great players. So I guess more Cameron Champ, Shane Lowry, Doc Redman, uh, Joaquin Neenum. Never played here. Max Holmes never played here. Corey Connors never played here. Burns never played here. Danny McCarthy, Highland, Norlander, Mark Hubbard, Adam Long, Richie Rowinski, Taylor Gooch, Maverick McNeely, Cameron Davis, JT Poston, Tyler Duncan, Sam Ryder, a bunch of the low guys. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Have never played here. Um, let's go with guys that have play, never played here. And uh, just like Joel Damon's played here, never made the cut. Yeah, I'm talking about on this golf course, by the way, folks. Um, number one stroke gain tied number one stroke gain total on this golf course in the last 50 rounds Roy McIlroy Paul Casey so there you go uh, with that surprisingly Oosthuizen's up there um, Keegan's going to be interesting at 6600 he's ninth on strokes gain total on this golf course he's only 6600 this is his hometown he usually plays well up north so there you go with that that's why I say, folks, you never know about this stuff if you don't research it. And so I'm going to come back to, again, too, that you need to be on rotoballer.com. They got tons of stuff to help you research. They got tons of um, breakdowns. They've got, they got the, we got the course breakdown, the Vegas report, the core four, the four for the uh, core four and the horse for the course they do every week to um, help you find your DFS lineup. And to get to that, you got to be a PGA Premium member. And to get, so go to rotoballer.com. I'll put it in the show notes on the YouTube and on, and on the podcast. Uh, type in the promo code NICE to get the special price of $49.99 for the rest of the year. So in saying all that, folks, you just had me tonight. I'm sorry. Uh, get, hope, uh, like I said, well wishes my man Joe. And uh, we'll see you back next week.